The second word. One of the criminals who hung there hurled insults at him. Aren't you the Messiah? Save yourself and us. But the other criminal rebuked him. Don't you fear God, he said, since you are under the same sentence? We are punished justly, for we are getting what our deeds deserve. But this man has done nothing wrong. Then he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. Jesus answered him, Truly I tell you, today you will be with me in paradise. At the beginning of Holy Week, we have to admit that those of us who practice these rituals are accustomed to this seasonal descent into the valley of the shadow of death. The inexorable deepening of our spiritual angst is familiar and even somewhat comfortable because we've had years of indoctrination and we know that if we can just get through Holy Week, everything's going to be all right. But this year, things feel different. Things are different. We find ourselves once again taking this walk, but this time through a very different valley, a terribly lonesome valley that is overwhelmed by the shadow of coronavirus. And no matter what path we're taking, we are confronted with a great no. No, we can't go to school. No, we can't go to church. No, we can't go to work. No, we can't have our Easter sunrise service. No, we can't go to Aunt Sheila's for Easter dinner. No, we can't go visit Great Grandma at Independence Village. No, we can't sit with our siblings, our parents, our cousins, our grandparents, our neighbors, not even at the hospital or in hospice or at the funeral home or at the cemetery. No. That little word holds so much power. We yearn for the day when we can say yes to the criminals on those long-ago crosses. And we need to understand that according to Roman law, they were all criminals, whether they were justly or unjustly condemned, and that includes Jesus. To those being crucified on that hill, their living or dying was contingent on whether someone would say yes on their behalf. They needed a judge, a general, a governor, a tribunal, someone to say yes. They were on those crosses because the powers that could have freed them chose to say no. And the last, the last word they heard, no, there is no second chance. No, there's no one to speak for you. No, there isn't anyone to pay the fine. No, your crime has not been expunged. No. The unspeakable sorrow, the regret, the pain, these were all poured out in a cacophony of soul-shattering groans on that hill. All of their yearning was poured out, the yearning to start over, to try again, to ask forgiveness, to say goodbye, to grasp onto any thread of hope, just to hear one last yes. This is the cry of the man who was hoping this is the cry of the man who is being crucified along with Jesus. Jesus, remember me. Jesus, please, I don't want to be alone. Jesus, I can't do this by myself. Jesus, I don't know what to do. I'm sorry, Jesus. I'm scared, Jesus. And in that moment, 
and in every moment. Jesus speaks into the suffering, into the chaos, into the fear, into the loneliness, into the grief, into what feels like utter hopelessness. Jesus speaks, and he says, Yes, yes.